adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. back episode 24 of the no snooze podcast we are outside again and it is looking very ominous it is beautiful all right man dude i see it now you, your chest is is looking it's looking ripe give me a pod bot update mike so i don't know if it's a pod pod, pod bot update or a uh, laundry update but i might just be shrinking shirts okay and i'm giving you're tighter. giving me the illusion yes it's a double but the i was just saying before we started recording this morning I woke up, for whatever reason, I, I wake up, I grab my phone, and I turn off the alarms. Then I go into the bathroom, go to the bathroom, put my contacts in, and then go straight downstairs. For whatever reason, I usually put on my flashlight, and this morning I just walked down in the pitch black, <laughs> and I missed the last step, and stepped on Petey's bowls, which are like a metal yeah so you get the ding loud yeah and go. flipped water everywhere <laughs> so i like scramble i turn the light on i hear dana's up which isn't good uh-oh then like 15 minutes into the workout my rip my uh fitbit which i don't have on right now don't know why i'm slacking on that was upstairs and the alarm was going off for that oh like 15 minutes later so it was just a started out hot yeah started out real hot but i have been incorporating the structure of the minute every minute doing 10 uh, because now getting all the push-ups and I'm at 800 within the time frame is getting more difficult. Yep. And the five minutes in between each set, each, I don't even know what the right term is, in between each hundred, yeah. I use to comment and do some social media stuff. So if you're not doing it correctly and slow or fast or you get behind and then part of it's just trying to catch up. So it's kind of been a fun trying to keep pace. And then some mornings I start late and then I try to catch up to the pace. This morning I did not get 800 before seven. Uh, But I got a whooping cough shot, which- For the baby, yep. Yep, did your arm get sore? No, I I would say lack of- Of course it did. I would say lack of muscle on your part, but- (laughs) But Dana was talking junk like, watch, your arm's gonna be so sore. I'm like, no, it's not. This morning I like couldn't lift it. No, I I do remember it being a little bit sore, but- So, Dave, I haven't asked you in weeks, but how is your PodBod update going? So, listen, if you're you're on YouTube, you can visually see that that Mm -hmm. I am missing I am missing something drastic from the Dave Regina as you know him. The Dave Regina, the beard, and it is the beard, right? So I shaved my beard. It's already growing back a little bit. I just haven't decided: Am I going to go, you know, from Memorial Day to Labor Day? nice and short, and then like grow it, you know, from Labor Day till the following Memorial. So I gotta figure that out. So I have so many follow-up questions. Yep. Well, first I have a movie reference that I hope you get. Sure. Well, have you seen the Santa Claus? No. So he becomes the Santa Claus (laughs) and he keeps trying to shave and it grows back in like 10 seconds. (laughs) Okay. And he's like, I shave in the morning and the night I look like this and it's like full. (laughs) That's what I think of you and your hair growing. Uh, Two, why did you shave it? So Karina has been dying for me to shave this thing. Like just to, not, not that she didn't like the beard, but she's been dying to see like, 
What did your face look like after you know five plus years of not? Did you think this? it was going to change? Well, I don't think she really even knew anymore. She was just like, you know, you look so handsome in our wedding photos, and huh. now you look like a Neanderthal. So, you know, I think she just, she really wanted it. Then I was toying around with the idea. Didn't think that I was going to go through with it because every single time I've shaved my beard in the past, I regret it immediately. Really? Uh, immediately, though. As soon as, like, a chunk comes off your face, you're like, why <laughs> did I do that? It's going to take me so long now to grow it back. But then I threw that poll up on Instagram. Yeah. And, like, 200 people voted. I love voted. how you just follow an Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, like, right, two, what, do, what do I do today? 200 people voted on it. So I'm like, all right, I got to They voted to it. shave it? I dare you. Really? I put, you should have done something. That... I put in I dare you just to, you know, see if people, if people were into it. They were. So I went with the crowd, pleased my wife. It was a win-win. It took me two days before I can literally look myself in the mirror and say, oh, okay, I think now I'm actually a decent-looking human. But when I first shaved it, I'm like, where's my chin? Where's my face? I felt skinny again. Like, I, I just felt like I just lost it. I lost my, my swag meter went drastically down. My intimidation really? meter doesn't exist anymore. If anything, <laughs> I think your intimidation meter grows up. Really? Yeah. I think the more you can see of someone's face, the more intimidating they are. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I think, clearly. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but actually, now that you say that, there was a couple people when I was looking at them after they were like, what, what is this? Because I'm back in the office now, right? Um, they're like, you know, I can't really tell. And I'm looking at them. And they're like, why do you look so serious? But it, it, I was just looking normally. But I guess maybe with the beard, maybe it's a fluffy thing. I don't know. You know? Other question. Did you shave it so that you potentially could save your shave like if you that could be a slogan save, save the shave. shave you know when like sometimes i'll do a portion if i want to keep it you know you like do the neck and they're like am i going to shave this whole thing today no so mine you went this way dude yeah oh i went i went completely up with the with the clip no because i would have done like maybe a 300 look with the goatee <laughs> type thing no no clip just took it off and then immediately i regretted it did you tell karina before you came out no she walked in the bathroom. I was like, babe, can you come, you know, hit my back real quick, my, my neck? She came in. She was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, it looks bad, doesn't it? Put it, it back on. Bad. Put it back yeah, on. Yeah, no. And then she was like, oh, you look so handsome. So, Did her voice go up when she said that? No. She, she, was, she was very serious about it. Yeah. And then my mother-in-law, too, she, she wanted me like this forever. That's My funny. dad, he hates the beard. Right? So a lot of people in my life have been saying it, but I've always just kept it anyway. It's a nice change. Um... You it's know, funny because so Dana wants me to grow a beard, but I don't like the way it looks. Yeah, I think that looks nice. Because it's a little unkept, and I'm very, I get very irritated in my skin. Yes, but you have to fight through that little uncomfortable phase. Fight through it. Yeah. Well, to. there goes all of our beard sponsorships. Thanks right. a lot. That's awesome. <laughs> but wait, let me give you an update. I had one on the hook. <laughs> let me give you an update on the on the pod bod. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. We, we you got know what I'm so saying? That's, that's well, what we're talking about. Your body looks bigger because your beard's <laughs> off now, so it helps. So okay, good. I like I like to hear that. But um, I, I did the, the 20 miles a day thing. You know, I'm, I logged, I think, 152 miles on the Peloton. But today, I mean, today I went back for the week and I looked at how many calories that I burned because that's what amazes me. Like, I like looking at things like that. Like, you know how I always translate the miles to marathons? Yeah. Today I did calories for the week. So I had burned 7,436 calories. Sounds crazy, but when you put it into perspective, right? Wait, for the week? Yeah. Okay. So that's for the week. A pound is 3,500 calories. I was going to, I keep swearing, I was going to ask you if you knew that. Yeah. Of course you know that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm full of weird facts. You know that. Yeah. But 3,500 calories is a pound. 
So that's two pounds in a week. They say the average weight loss, like a healthy weight loss, is one to two pounds a month, right? Who, who says that? that? No, that's like the you know, statistics or whatever. So it's just cool. Like I just know how many calories I'm burning, but my resistance is so jacked up on this Peloton that like, I still think that I'm, I'm creating and building muscle, which is good. My question would always be like, how do I know how many calories I'm burning? Because I, w- I would love to get hooked up to all the machines and actually like get a super accurate reading of everything. Yep. You know, like the UFC Institute yes. or like football, they hook yes. you up. That'd be fun. We so do that one day. I'm infatuated now with um, like that body scan thing. Yeah. But I haven't obviously been in the gym in months. And the last time I was on it, they give you this metric and it's like, okay, you have now created this, it's your like metabolic rate, I guess, and, and how many calories you're burning throughout the day, even if you don't work out. Yeah. So I've created this lifestyle for myself over the years. And even when I don't work out, my metrics are still over 2,800 to 3,000 calories a day, just being burned because of how my body, I guess, is used to it. It's pretty amazing, amazing stuff though. So there's, um, there's a show Gravity on, tra- on YouTube, Gravity Transformation. It's this trainer guy, yeah. but he does quick clips of like seven foods that help fat, fat loss and all that. Mm-hmm. But he talked about the velocity, velocity of like the, what you're consuming increases the, the speed as, at which you burn a calorie. Yep. So all calories are not created equal. And then on top of that, but depending on how much muscle you have, you burn stuff quicker. So it's like, even though this is 300 cal, I mean, it's very basic stuff, but I yep. find it so, it's it is. very interesting. It is. And when you actually study it and then you're conscious of it. It's unlimited though. It's crazy. The, the levels you can yeah. get into. Oh, it's crazy. My struggle is how do you turn that off and enjoy, like, do you ever feel guilty when you have like a slice of pizza? Cause you know, now before you really didn't know like what's in it, but now right. you know, like whole, that's however many miles on yep. the Peloton. So no, I don't feel guilty. I actually look forward to it, which is why I crush Oreos every night. That's so funny. But that's the most compact <laughs> calorie per like. Oh, it's crazy. But so I know that my output on a daily basis is, is so high, right? And, and I mean that in terms of like me putting good things into my body in terms of output. Um, it, technically that would be input, I guess. But I'm talking about the way that I live my life in terms of my nutrition is more than 80%. Like I talk about that 80, yeah, 20, 80, it's way more than 80%. Yeah. So on the times that I do want to indulge, I go hard yeah. and I enjoy it. And yeah. then I actually think it even helps me. Well, that's what I was saying with the cheat day. Yeah. How like I used to eat myself sick and then it would help me because the next day I would want to eat clean yeah. and you'd get everything out of the way in one day. And how much damage can you really do in one day? Yeah, that's true. But it, I think I can do some serious damage, but I'd, I'd just rather get a little taste every day if I want yeah. than have one full day. It just, that's a personal thing. I think yeah. there's two ways. You can have a cheat day, which so many people talk about. I like to do like a cheat meal multiple times a week. Yeah, I like sense. that. You know what I've I mean? kind of found that if I do the cheat day and I'm busy working like on a Sunday, yep. I feel like I get cheated because usually if I don't have anything going on, I'll have like monster meals all day. All day. But if you have a cheat day and you're busy all day and then you save it to the end, yep. then you want, you're like, I wanted three different things and I only was able to get one of them and it's late now so I can't eat too much because right. tomorrow's going to screw me up. Yeah, constant battle. Yeah. You know? Um, well, and then the last thing on that, if, if you guys were wondering, uh, Mike did 4,000 push-ups on the app. Last week? To my, so no, no, no. So if you go to Sunday. To my, 
It doesn't matter. If you go to Sunday, <laughs> to I did 50, what's it, 5,600. But I would have done 6,000 because I've done, I've done 1,000 a day. But wait, tell me since, what you, because the app's all screwed up. Yeah. Whoever runs this app, call <laughs> you got, me. You We're going to fix this. What? So what do you do in a week? Okay, so now for the time being, I've been doing 1,000 a day. Yes. But, but I break it up. And I've become so, it's, it's very easy to do for me because I do it a different way now. When you say a day though, so you do 7,000 for the week? 7,000 for the week right now. But this is, this is going to stop. I will talk about this in the, in the episode. Oh, I know it's going to stop. It, but I figured out a way that I can do this forever yeah. because I do two tens. Yeah, right? which I, I'm stealing a lot of your stuff. But it, I'm like, can't but beat them, join them. That, but you should. So if I'm doing two tens and I know that, that I can do... 210 push-ups in five minutes, right? Because that, oh, it is. But that's what I've built up to. Yeah, so, the drop set. I like the drop but set. But when I'm doing Smart. that, and I'll do my 210, so, then I'll get on the bike, then I'll do 210, then two, at lunchtime, I'll do 210. 210 is what? It's, you 20, start at 20, all, 20 all and way then down. drop all the way yeah. down. So 20, 19, yep. 18, 17. Right. Which all I the way down. is a smart way to do it. It is, but that's now to get the quantity or whatever. But we'll, we'll talk more about, you know, me and I no, guess where, I'm just we're, where we're going to go. about it. And what you're going to talk later about when it's stopping? Yes. Okay. And why are you stopping it? So this to me right now is a waste of time. Is a waste of time. I knew. See, because I, I'm be, not worried about wasting the time for this. That's what I'm saying. Like, but my, my, my joy in terms of working out, yeah. pushups isn't enough. I, you know, I, you know I what I mean? love it. So, I need to figure out a way, especially when the kids come. Oh, yeah, that's gonna I'm going to figure out a way now to take my workouts because I like circuits. You know I like circuits. Yeah. Like, my gym people miss you guys so much, but I would do five pull-ups. My gym people still looking <laughs> so, for you. I would, do, I would do five pull-ups. We would drop down to do ten push-ups. We would do that for an hour straight, right? So I like doing things like that. So now I need to figure out a way that, okay, I'm going to be on the Peloton for 45 minutes. So my 20 miles a day thing, that's going to be gone too. It, so this how many is, hours do you work work out like, right now it's your... like right now it's like two hours but it's because okay. i i choose to do that you know but now the episode that we're going to talk about is doing more with less time yeah. this is something that i'll i'll explain but i have no i have to figure out a way now to not be selfish and spend two hours working out when a baby comes so what i need to do is i'm very passionate about you know, my cardio game. So I want to spend my time there. So I'm going to do 30 to 45 minutes there. And then I have to get 30 minutes in of weights. So that's like an hour, 15 minutes, right? So yeah, of course, to play with Mike Pirelli and doing pushups, I can do that. Right. But it's, (laughs) that's not something, and I will still incorporate pushups, but once I hit this hundred thousand mark, I think I'm going to tap out. Which in my defense, I told you in some form, I'm going to get there. But, but then again, right? So I don't know. It's a waste of time for me to be logging. No, no, no. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah. So the way that I sweat, for whatever reason, yeah. when I tap my nose to this thing. Oh, you're it, still tapping your nose? It doesn't even calibrate. Oh, I don't, I don't tap it anymore because you weren't doing it. But so it, I just does, do the... it, it doesn't even calibrate to it, which is, it pisses me off. Yeah, but you know how many you do. I, of course. Yeah. And I can keep track. And if you want me to keep the app running just for that, I think I can do that throughout my day. Um, but yeah, once like, I... I would say do whatever you want, but I did say long term I'm gonna make the move because I I said I don't care about the other fitness. I get very tunnel vision on something yeah. until I get it, right? Which is fine, and who knows? My body might be 
absurdly weird because I'm just doing tons of push-ups. <laughs> but I'll, I chest. will take that to big get chest. my pair of shoes. One day. I just one gotta get one, one day. day in front of you. All right. And and that's 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 fine. And I but yeah. I knew I knew long term that you I know you can do it. I just was like, well, is he gonna waste that time <laughs> doing it? Probably like not. Today I was, will. You know what was pissing me off? Today I'm doing I'm doing um You two, probably get pissed about I it. I was doing two tens on the push-ups, but I know that I have to do the same amount of crunches. So I'm like, dude, why am I wasting I'm my not time? Doing <laughs> why am I wasting my time doing this? A perfect workout for me though, and I've been getting actually some enjoyment out of it, is doing the 20 push-ups, then doing the 20 crunches right back to back, the 1919. It breaks it up nice. Um, but alright, man, enough of us. No, this Let, is the fun stuff. I think people love the push-ups. They, they, they like the PodBot update. They definitely yeah. do. Um, but we are getting extremely close. Right? And this had me really thinking about this episode when we were talking about, you know, what we're going to talk about. And we got, like, on the outline, it, Prego update comes. I just changed the weeks for, especially for Mr. Pirelli over here. You're, you are now 35 weeks. I'm 36 weeks, which is, <laughs> which is awesome. But it's getting very close, Mike. I know there's a due date. And I know there's a time frame before that due date where it's very likely slash possible. So I'm very prepared now yep. mentally but i feel like i've been mentally ready but the reality is starting to set oh, it's up gonna... things that haven't been done yet in the right. house that i'm trying to sprint to do yep you're killing the uh office looks great we'll we'll see how it, it look, comes out it, look, it looks great it's i see the vision and i know what it's going to end up being like with everything i do it's just it's slower moving than i want and it's a lot more work than i expected and you're doing it by yourself, right? Yeah, I'm just kind of doing it a couple hours here, a couple hours yeah. there. You know, I go on a tangent where, like, if I'm going to do anything, I want to overdo it. And I was looking up, like, fake brick out of uh, they have wallpaper styrofoam for insulation, <laughs> but the wall's not flat. So <laughs> there's, like, a way to do it, and I saw a really cool design. So I'm thinking of making one wall my real estate logo, yep. one wall the no snooze logo, and then you just change the camera. Depending and then, on where you're, nice. where you're uh, recording. I love it. So that's the idea. But that's a great idea. Right now, it looks like someone said, "Is that an interrogation room?" <laughs> and, was, and he was and, he was in the service. Yeah. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, it could be." Could that be. is hilarious. Um, but anyway, sorry, I went on a team. No, 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 it's all good. So, I mean, K Karina, I don't know how she is handling it the way that she's handling, it. and I'm sure the same with Dana. But obviously, I don't. I don't see Dana on a on a daily basis, so you can speak to you're that. Supposed but, to be checking in with both. Of yeah, them, right? <laughs> but. They are champions. Like, it's impressive. one, I still never knew how attracted I was going to be to my pregnant wife. I say that all I say, so weird. I say that all the time. And I think it goes two ways. You're either extremely like, yeah, that's a little like strange type thing, or there's like this, it's a real life thing. Um, so, one, I, I always tell, literally, when I see her every morning, I'm like, you are gorgeous. I didn't tell her that before. And I told her, I told her, I said, well, I'm going to be upset when you're not pregnant anymore. So we're going to have to go back to back, I think. Back to back. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Right? What's um, the ruling on that, too? Uh, uh, they say, like, six months or whatever. Um, no, but they, let's, get through, nice, let's right? get through the first one. I'm kidding about, you know. One month apart. Yeah, right. No, one year apart. One month. Irish twins. Okay, Claudio just one said Irish apart. twins are one month apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got to get you a microphone. But the space now in her stomach, I don't know how she can even really, like, how she can sleep at yeah, night Dana's because hasn't been sleeping well. No, I know, and they wake up, and, and especially now the the baby's pushing on the bladder, mm. right? 
so and that the happens in general, they have right? to they have to go to the bathroom a lot i get that but when i'm looking at this thing i'm like how is her stomach so big <laughs> when i'm looking at this no thing. i'm serious how is her stomach so big and she is like she didn't gain weight really anywhere else she gained it in like yeah. really nice Isn't places that weird? Isn't but that weird, I don't. Like, but I also think it's because of how she's handling the pregnancy. Some women, and I, I can't speak to it because I'm not a, I'm not a woman. But this is what they've, you know, friends have told me. Be careful here. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to preface this carefully. But you either have like the ability to really control it or not. Because some women are just like, look, I'm just sick all the time. I would have no option. Yeah. You know. But now the women who have control, like our wives, they're doing a really good job at consciously trying to make the pregnancy go as easy as possible because my wife, I don't know how, she's still working out. She's 36 weeks, going on 37 weeks, still on this Peloton, still doing pregnancy workouts. Um, and I'm fine with it because she's not overdoing it. But then when you talk to the doctors, they're like, no, that's great. It's gonna make the yeah. process so much easier. But I just, I, I give them a lot of credit. So on that note, the doctor told us like walking's very good and walking. Walking, yes. Uh, and it's not been updating, but I put in 20,000 steps wow. on Memorial Day. Wow. Or more. So Dana and I went to Poughkeepsie and we did the walking bridge. And about halfway through, both of us were thinking but didn't say anything. Like, what if she goes into labor on this walking bridge? <laughs> like, it's a mile to get across it. But it's so, not like you go into labor and then the baby comes out right away. No, but someone's in labor. You're in Poughkeepsie. It so wasn't gotta, the smartest thing. You got to pick her up. And yeah, you, I mean, I've been training. Make it, yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm saying. You're, you're training for the moment. But we, you know, walking apparently is very good, and she's been very positive, and I think she's ready. I think more than anything, you get to, like, a level of excited. Yep. And the biggest thing that I've learned from people who had babies is, like, they really didn't think too much of what the baby's going to look like. And when the baby comes out, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> like, that looks like us as a baby, you know? <laughs> so it's interesting. to, And they change so fast. Yes. You know, like yep. every day you get update pictures and it's like, oh, that's looks like you now or it looks like so. Right. I know we secretly have like, I hope they get this of you. Oh, I of hope course. this of me. You know, so hope she gets more of Dana than I, hey, I feel the same way. I hope she has a little bit of her daddy in, in her. But, yeah. you know, I would listen. Health I hope she doesn't have thing, my, right? my nose. I hope she doesn't have my well, crooked nose. Well, she'd have to break it a couple yeah. times. <laughs> yeah, <so>. really. <laughs> Maybe coming out, she'll break it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no, but it's look. How are I, you? You staying calm? I am. I'm extremely, extremely calm. I'm still having the um, booms. I st well, the booms are you know the booms happen, but the uh, the side effects of pregnancy. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't know if you get this, what do you but mean? you know I, I still I still get a little nauseous. Really? Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I, I get. You are know, you getting more emotional? I get the occasional acne here and there from the really? you know from the stress. Are you it. getting more emotional? Do you find yourself thinking about stuff now? Well, when I, in, in the morning, when I'm like reading about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like I was in the middle of something and they were talking about a daughter in the, maybe it was a song or something. I was just sitting there. I was like, whoa, that's going to be like us at some point. Yeah. I've thought about her wedding day and like giving a speech, which is very weird. Well, you just play the podcast back for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. But just giving give a speech, like I, I think. I've been thinking so far in advance, which is a little concerning because I'm like, just appreciate, you know, the, yeah. the near. Yeah, we, and we definitely have to be able to live in the moment. But people say that, that in our defense, people are constantly like, oh, are you saving for the wedding or are you right. saving for their college? Yes, yes. People put that in your head. Yep, for sure. But I think like anything in life, the long term is good. 
to to know that it's there. But, you know, you, we have to worry about focusing on what's going to be yeah. in that moment. Like when that baby cries at 2 a.m., yeah. you know, we got to get up and do what we got to do. It's so funny, too, because I know people are watching this right now and they're like, you guys have no idea. Yeah, for sure. Which I'd rather. I'd of rather course. be like just going but, blind. But I will tell you. I am as prepared as I can be without having a child, if that makes any sense. Like, I know the respons- we know the responsibilities of a dog and trying to do certain things in terms of your responsibilities in the household. Now that I, I, I was t- actually telling Claudio this yesterday, what I do, I'm very system-based, if you haven't noticed. Mm. <laughs> I, but I didn't realize that it's like an obsession of mine. So You have OCD, right? I, a little Some bit, I, I think so. But now I'm obsessed with trying to understand how babies think. Cause I already know it's a fact that when the baby's crying, I'm not gonna, you can't talk, yeah. right? But if I can at least understand how the brain develops from an early age, I have some inkling of it. So I'm already prepared mentally for the moment that, you know what, wow, it's a lot smarter to sleep in until 5.30 a.m. and six o'clock mm. because I was just up for two hours. Yeah. I don't care about that type yeah, of yeah. stuff, you yeah. know? Whereas before, I, that wasn't that wasn't the focus. So now I think my clarity is is there, yeah. and I'm I'm ready as can be. But then again, when you get hit with that moment, yeah. I don't I don't know what it's gonna be. I think you're going to get, I think you're gonna get a little more fluid with everything. Like I think the real estate industry in general has prepared me because you can't really control your schedule, yep. even if you try. So moving things around, I've gotten good at, and mm-hmm. it sounds like you do it as well. But I think having the babies is going to make us even better at just being, like, task-oriented. Right. Being like, oh, i got to get all these things done. It yep. doesn't matter what order. But right. I have two hours now where the baby's asleep. i got to do all this. Yep. You know, that, that which def- I think is a good skill. So do you think you're going to sleep in once the baby comes? A lot of people have been asking me that. Yeah, online. yeah. No, well, let's save that for another for the um, family section of, of this. Oh, okay. Right? Family section. Just because I think that's going to be one of the changes. And not that, you know, your your whole life changes. But for the first, you know, couple weeks, the first few months, my focus is not going to be, my focus is going to be my child. Yeah. Yeah. You're just of going course, to be figuring Of course, out. when I wake up, I'm going to work out. Are you going to be doing push-ups during all this? Listen, if 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 I'm at my 100,000, I might I might not be. But Why then, 100,000? Just the... What? Why the 100,000? I don't know. It's a nice even number. It's, OCD? Uh, probably. I don't okay. know. Can we get a little no snooze recommendations going? We can. You want me to rock first? Yeah, you start. All right. I might so change mine depending on what you say. Mine is Dave Allen's two minute rule. So today's episode is gonna be about, I guess, I guess it's an efficiency type of thing. Yeah. Right? But it's it's technically doing more with less time. So the two minute rule is very simple. When you have a task list, whether it's a task list written down, I happen to write my stuff down. I don't really use my phone like that. I'm not good with technology, believe it or not. Um, no Neanderthal. negative talk. You are. And you're handy. No, but I want you to yeah, say that. well, that, that's fine. But I'm also very real Realistic. about it. I don't have the, <laughs> the interest in it. I'd rather see it. The motion of me writing something down on my to-do list is big. But don't you run out of rocks to write on? But, <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter even if it's a mental list, right? The two-minute rule is if – and the point of it is to stop procrastinating. So if on that task Which list – Which is the no snooze exactly. overall about. But if on that task list you have something to do and it's going to take you less than two minutes to do, 
Like, oh, I gotta wash the dishes. But it's gonna take you less than two minutes to actually do it, you do it immediately. Okay, so that's, that's part of it. That's good. The other part is when it's not gonna take you two minutes. What is the one thing that you can do, Claudio, listen to this piece. What is the one thing that you can do in under two minutes to get you going? So I know I gotta go for a 45 minute run right now. So the first action I can take that takes me under two minutes is to put my shoes on. Got so it. now I'm one step closer. So if you start breaking your bigger task down to two minute task and you just lock in for two minutes and you apply a real focus for those two minutes, Dave Allen's rule really helps you get through those things. And when you're conscious of that in everything that you do, yeah. it's unbelievable what happens. Like literally, you know, Karina and I will be sitting there and she, folds the majority of the laundry but like I sometimes dread doing it sometimes I like to do it it's, it's weird you know sometimes if it's fresh out of the dryer I like doing it but Rub if it's not it. yeah if it's not then I'm like eh I put in my head I literally look at the clock and I'm like I could do this for two minutes so I fold and then I stop and then I go again but I, it, it when you're conscious of this two minute thing you get a lot done I like that. That is, uh, who's David Allen? What's his background? So he is, he's obviously an, an author, um, well, yeah. but he's a, I, I believe he's a, a life coach. And technically, I believe he would be in the field of, I don't know if it's like a leadership development. No, I was just curious you know, what yes, his background something was. Like if he that. had like a military background? No. That sounds like kind of a military. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't believe so. But this, this is something that, my again my college coach like he always used to preach these things and talk about them and then when i think about my grandfather it's like same type of things yeah. that they taught and you're just like yeah, yeah 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 now i'm applying all this stuff yeah and it's the fundamentals that you go back to because you get to a certain level and they're like all right how do i level up again and then right. a lot of it's just like doing the fundamentals better right and doing it more efficiently yep to your point um what do you got mine is actually going to be uh also on brand and a uh, four hour work week. Oof. It's one of, it's a popular book. It sounds very, uh, it's incredible. What's the, uh, like, uh, where the QVC, where they sell things. Yes, it yes, sounds yes. very cheesy. Uh, but he, his whole mindset is doing more with less. How, you know, the 80, 20 rule, he talks about it, kind of all that stuff. He basically, uh, if you haven't read it, he, did you read it? Yeah. That you, was one of the first. You physically I read. I physically read. That how was, many pages a day? <laughs> uh, no, I read it. So I'm kind of weird because. You probably read books like, in, in an hour. With laundry, I need to do it all at once. And if I don't do it, it sits. And then I have to redo it. Yep. And tasks, like I like to knock stuff out. Which is a great quality. It yes, is. It but is. sometimes stuff gets. But your priorities have to be right there. And I'm very. What people have to understand is usually I'm doing like four different things at the same time because you need an answer for something, but the person's not responding yet. Yep. So you set that up, you leave that window open, and I go to the next window. And that say that's laundry, doing dishes. So once when I'm doing one thing, I'm pushing other, three other things forward too. I think that's our biggest difference. And it's a hundred percent because I cannot multitask. Yeah. And it just but you 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 happen to do it well. Which is, well, I, it's I the think. ADD element. But can I give you a fun fact? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm full of these stupid facts, like literally, yeah, right? They say 2% of people, 2% of people, and not, I don't know if you are within these 2%, but the way their brain is, is actually wired can handle efficient multitasking at a high level. Only 2% of the world. 
which is which is crazy to think about because yeah. if you are one of those two percent that's pretty incredible i just know that like i get i my ocd will go nuts if i have things that are you know just pending all the time so it depends what it is right like if it's a if i have to do a report yeah i need to be locked in yes and i need to go through everything actually look at it and i don't let anything break my focus if it's i'm trying to get a bunch of like there's um i don't want to call it busy work but it's pushing the deal forward if i have that stuff to knock out yep. i can take five deals and work on them simultaneously because mm -hmm. the timing works out where they all overlap yep so like i know i gotta get the disclosure for this one i know i have to email this person about this one thing but they need to send me some so i open that window up i tee it up and then i make a note like you know in a, a small pad five things and then i boom 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 That's five awesome. are out but the um my point being his yeah. whole thing was he started a protein business or a supplement business he was crazy uh crazy successful but was working way too much he basically had a nervous breakdown outsourced the systems and like put someone else in charge or mm -hmm. kind of just left the business and went and traveled the world and it turned out he was actually making more money by doing that and enjoying his life because he was doing it efficiently and his whole thing is maximizing your systems and uh, constantly auditing yourself which was kind of like the basis for everything i do uh and he was kind of the first first uh mentor through like a book that i latched on to yeah he's got good stuff but he, he does a the four hour chef four hour body yes. no so that, I, that, that, that is that, a, that book's awesome a very good one uh, but I think going right right to you know the the whole point of, of the episode, and this is great because the recommendations tie right into it. This is a problem I think everybody in the world has. Oh yeah. You know, and yeah. as we get older, obviously now we're we're hitting our our prime, and when we get forty, that'll be our prime, and then when we're fifty, that'll we'll just yeah. keep saying that, right? I agree. But it it's because you see, I see people in in my life now that you know they're. It seems like they're happy, I guess, but they still have something missing. And it seems like it's uh, a stress on them on not being able to like handle the day-to-day -day stresses of life. So I am obsessed with systems and trying to find ways to maximize the like production, the, the productivity. Um, so I, I just wanna, I, I really wanna bounce back and forth on things that yes we're doing but then there's a whole element of our lives that we we don't know yet because we haven't done it yeah i i know personally i get overwhelmed with the personal yep um uh commitments mm -hmm. and getting thrown a bunch of floating dates and floating times yep because if it's set in stone i can manage it easily yep. but if it pops up in the middle of the week and i have then what people don't realize is it's a domino effect of all the other stuff going yes. on. So that's that's the thing that overwhelms me. But but organization is so the way to get around it. When when I thought uh, again about the overall topic, I immediately thought back to college. There was I, I took a journalism class and it had to do with like creative thinking. And there was some study. I think it was done in Stanford originally, right? Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> Stanford University, but. The, the theme of it was a 2010 to get you thinking. And what the 20 was, was imagine you had $20 million in the bank. Done. I'll take it. Right? And you could spend this money however you wanted to, but you knew you only had 10 years to live. Mm. 
So what, what that did was it got you creatively thinking to prioritize your essay mm -hmm. at the time because it was yeah. a journalism class. What then I did was today when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, well, if I only had 10 years to live, what becomes more important? What do you prioritize? What are things that you now like drop out of your life? So it was a great exercise for me to be able to articulate like my thoughts on, you know, what I was going to do. So again, talking about the systems, and this was something awesome that I heard one time. I think I believe it was. It's my, funny what sticks with you. Oh, dude! But when you hear this one, you'll never forget it. It's better be good. Don't be a scientist. Be a scientist. Test out everything in your life, right? Test out every single thing in your life before you you really commit to go somewhere. Yeah. So like it it could it look this could be thirty years. Like we're finally figuring things out and people sometimes think that like oh yeah you know look these guys you know you switch overnight you this is since I've had this whole you know the, these times in my life I, I would say right after I was 25 around 27 really is when I had this shift people now think it's like oh you're coming out of the woodworks but it's things you've been you do slowly yeah. over an extended period of time that then people see change yeah right so it, well, it's it, like diet, right? Because it takes exactly months for you to see anything. And then you're like, well, I've been working out. Exactly. For but I believe once you get to a certain point in life, your big purpose doesn't really change. The little things and the little goals in your life begin to evolve. Yeah, it's fair. Right. But your biggest purpose doesn't change. I feel like now I have that clarity so I can start to try to implement new systems by testing the things that really, you know, haven't worked mm -hmm. testing new things that i believe will work and then finally sticking to things yeah yeah it's um i think also what you're kind of getting at and this is, i think it's another tim ferris quote is what would i what would it what would i do if it was if i did so you have a goal you want to get done like say it's i don't know I'll, I'll think of an example but you have a goal you want to get done and you get overwhelmed that it's going to be it's going to take forever so if it were easy how would I do it? Yep. That's like the constant thing you have to ask yourself. Yep. Like, it, if it were easy, how would I do this? It's a perspective and it makes shift. You get it done. That that's a great point too. But even even in, um, you know, if you're not a diet person, right? But somebody came to you for advice. If it was your niece, if it was your child, if it was your friend, what would be the advice that you give them? You try to put yourself in those, you know, in that thousand, thousand calories in a day. that light. <laughs> there you go. That's a good way to do it. Thousand though, yeah. calorie kid. But if you can shift the perspective real quick. Because everybody knows at a base level what's right, what's wrong in every aspect of their life. You might not be an expert, but anybody can give advice to anybody. And anybody yeah. on a daily basis really does give advice. Yeah. Look at Dave Regina and Mike Pirelli going on a podcast giving advice. We're documenting. There's <laughs> we, no advice that, here. No, but, but people should take certain things from you know, any successes that go on. In, in other people's lives, like just like me, like there's things that I pick up in your life that you do successfully. I hope there's things that I can contribute to you. And same thing with Claudio, right? So people should do that if it works for them. Um, but at work, like I, ha I have a ton of these already. Work, I feel like I have been able to do this successfully, really prioritizing my, my time and doing things. And I'll, I'll give you tangible tips because I, I know you like that. I like and, and, and those are those are things that you can really apply. But like the first thing I do, I know I've spoken about closing my door before. When I close my door, if I'm not doing push-ups for Mike Pirelli, what I'm doing is I'm taking five minutes and I am creating an actual list for the day that needs to get done, right? 
from that list, this is where people also go wrong. When you go to work, what's the first thing that you do? You sit down at your desk, right? You open up. When people bother you. You open up your email. Yeah. So now you're becoming reactive. Mm -hmm. I heard this this one time too, and this, this stuck with me, and it was awesome. An email in, inbox is an organized place for other people's agendas. Yep. So if you jump into work at 9 a.m. and now you just become a reactive person trying, oh, I got to hit my emails, hit my emails. I took that. I'm like, okay, cool. So from my little list that I made, right, what are two things that I can send out to people, send an actual email to say, look, I need help with this project or I happen to be in a position that I can pass a project off, mm -hmm. right? So it gives me the ability to say, you know what? I got to prioritize my time right now. I have a list of five, but I'm going to be proactive and I'm going to pass off two, you know, uh, projects that need to be done. One, I either need your help or two, you can actually handle this on your own. But it gives me a, a, a confidence really because I'm starting my day. I'm not looking at any email until I send two emails, mm -hmm. right? But, but if I go in there and I now start reacting to people's emails, it could be 50 minutes of me just sitting trying to respond back to other people's agendas. Yeah, which is it's a very good point. And, the, and it works well for me. On know? top of that, something that I've challenged myself to do is anticipate two emails down the line. So when I send one email, I try to accomplish What are going to be the follow-up questions for them? Yeah. So you try that's to, good. and that, when you list a property, and I, I know I link everything to uh, real estate, but that's kind of how I As you should. Think. Um, but like As you, you should. Like, for example, right, personal life. Like, if I know we're going to have dinner, and I know Dana's going to be like, I don't know what I want. Give me options. Then go in with the options already. Yep. Save the... T I mean, I do enjoy the back and forth and the bickering. But I was just trying to make it a personal one. But like in real estate stuff, when you put a listing on, you try to answer people's questions beforehand. That could be applicable because you and I are completely different industries. And what you're saying now, you, you can thing. apply that right away. Yeah. So it's... it's I'm, I'm Because... I can't explain to you how many emails a day and in incoming stuff I get, and you have to be smart about how you follow up and be thorough, else you're going to be landing on three more yep. and not address the situation. The other thing I'm kind of exploring is doing video responses to people. Nice. In a car, hey, because we talk about this, we argued, or I took stuff the wrong way. Because oh, text, you misunderstand people. Yeah, yeah. It happens in my pers our personal yep. lives. Yep. So like you can't misunderstand the video. Hey, listen, I'm 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 swamped right now. Let, hit me up later. I'll circle back. Yep. There's no confusion in that. Right. Versus a text where it's like, hey, I'm swamped right now. Hit me up late. Yeah. Depending on what your mood is, it's how you interpret it. Yep. You know, if you're in a bad space, so it's interesting. But there's, it's part of it is very draining, constantly trying to improve upon your systems. But you have to do it. You have to do it. But have to. Sometimes you're like. Yep. Just send the email, like, who cares? But then you have to come back and be like, I got to And then that's I fine. That, that's yeah, fine, but then you got to bounce back. Here's another one that I, that I do. Um, you know, again, Claudio and I happen to have these conversations too, but he knows how I am at work, right? And I happen to... I might have to sit in whether, work one day and, like, <laughs> just shadow him. Whether it's, with the, do it with me. whether it's with the staff or, you know, I got to go to the town and I got to, you know, have a meeting with people. So now what I do, I used to just... Be prepared for my meeting. That's great. You're, you know, preparation is key. Now I go in with an actual mission on the oh, top yeah. of a piece of paper. So if I'm hosting a meeting. Do people see it? Yeah. 
They, literally, it if I'm like hosting covert. a meeting with an agenda, I, I put that, that mission or that goal on the top. And the first thing I say to people is like, guys, what are we trying to accomplish out of this meeting? Because I notice, you know, yes, I'm not the busiest man in the world by any means. And I know everybody else has their own time that they're busy throughout season, whatever it is. Yeah. But more and more, I'm now called upon to, to basically host meetings. So this little hack right now saves me a ton of time because people get thrown off. Look at us on a podcast. If we don't come with this one little piece of paper that just has bullet points for us, we'll be on a tangent all day long. Yeah. Right? So what this does is it saves, it saves me time, keeps everybody on track, but it works. It's something very easy to do. Put the mission statement or, and your goal or purpose on the top of a piece of paper. Whether you hand it out or not, that's one thing. Yeah. But guys, if you're getting sidetracked, listen guys, you've got to lock back in and focus on this task yeah. at hand. Yeah. Um, that's been something that has literally, I, I would say, no joke, on a weekly basis, I mean, not now with the whole COVID thing, but on a weekly basis, that saves me hours. And that is uh, the Wolf of Wall Street guy, his thing at the end where he's selling a, a system to sell, that's his whole thing is the straight line system mm -hmm. where he closes to the next step every okay. time. Yep. So he's constantly achieving little missions to get to whatever the thing that, is. So like yep. for, for us, it's like you close to seeing properties and then from seeing properties, you close to, uh, you know, choosing a property and then choosing, but to some extent, you know, right. if someone doesn't like a bunch of properties, you show, you close to the next appointment. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's the constant, I don't know about you, but the constant thought towards that is it's energy that you have to put towards it that maybe takes away from closing current business. But long-term, you're gonna create so much more business from it. You have to be smart enough to be like, yes, I could be doing something else that would push a deal forward, yep. but this is establishing a process that I can do three more of these. So it's all. Yep. And then once people, once people deal with you, they now have a certain expectation of you. Yeah. So I always like to, especially if it's a first meeting, I like to come off um, you know, very serious in a way, not like I'm gonna break your face serious, but I'm about business. We're gonna you know, close this deal on a program. We're gonna get funding for this program. We're gonna do whatever it is because you can always go back from serious, Yeah. right? You can always scale that back. Yeah. And I'm a very playful guy, you know this, but if I go into a meeting and I'm like super like cheesy on day one, yeah. it's tough for me to ever then turn that on. Yeah. And especially being young in our positions that we're in, it makes, it makes things a lot easier to move in that See, way. See, for me, it's all about building the trust. And if I'm showing other people's clients, it's a very, um, people usually think it's us against him yep. or us against them. And what I like to do is dis disarm them in the beginning so that they get comfortable with me, mm -hmm. which then makes what I say, which is, I mean, I'm telling the truth, but more credible right. and they absorb more of what I'm saying. So it's a little different. Like I need to make people warm yes. when I start out. And usually it starts with just like creating rapport. Hey, uh, my name's Mike. You know, I see you're coming from whatever. How was the drive? They start talking. Oh, my, you know, my wife does this, blah, blah, blah. I always talk about yep. Dana because something I constantly think about. And by establishing that connection in that, uh, and I think it goes for kind of everything. Absolutely. You're able to, to uh, create you know, at least a, a situation where they're, 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 um, they're 
antennas aren't up and they don't want to argue right. with you. Yep. No, that, that's a great point. You know what I mean? I, I am, I'm talking strictly on yeah, if I have to yeah, go, yeah. you know. If I'm just I'm giving being, the other side of it. No, but that's that's key too. Like yeah. you have to be very personable. Yes. You know, yeah. but when I walk in a room to go present something in the hopes of gaining something, yeah. you, you know, yeah. um, I have to do it in a serious way in terms of my systems. Yes. Not that I need to sit there and give you a stone face. And I think the magic is when you're prepared. It's like with stand-up comedy, which I love just watching. When you're prepared, but it doesn't look like you're you're prepared. Right. It looks like you're just kind of pulling stuff out. And then of before you know, you know it, it's just yeah, and you're just all smooth. you work things into the conversation that yep. you want to put in, but it naturally happens. Oh, you're coming from Vermont. Oh, that's. I mean, do you always stay in Vermont? Do you come back and forth constantly? Yeah. That's a question where I'm gaining a lot of knowledge, you know. And I use Vermont as an example just because it was on top of the mind. Um, you know, you come from Boston. Do you take the trip a lot? Why mm -hmm. you have family down here? It's a conversation you would have, but yeah. I learned so much that they don't realize that I'm learning. But it's not. It's it's knowledge. It's just stuff so that I can help them. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Tactics. Tactics yeah. are big. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go to the, the second point of our, of our lives because I feel like it's where I'm strong now too. Um, I'll save the best for last because I feel like that's my, my biggest weakness okay. in terms of the personal life. The relationship piece, okay. right? Like marriage is no joke, as no. you know, no. you know, but it is clearly it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful thing if you, can, if you can manage it. But I'll go back to those times where I always talk about that created this this real like monster i guess in in my my life but i was so about my hustle 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 and circling this back to you know trying to be trying to do more with less time i was so hustle 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 you're talking caddying on the weekends to make extra cash you're talking about personal training sessions and boot camps two one full-time job and a side job yeah, my wife is telling me, you need to change. You know, I need to be able to see you. I need to see you. Look, I'm doing this for the greater good. I'm doing this for a long period of time we're doing this. Then the separations, you know, start in terms of your, your lifestyles. One thing leads to another. So I was so blinded by how little time I was actually spending in my relationship. And a successful marriage, you need to be intimate. Not in terms of sexual intimacy all the time, but you need to be able to really sit down and how was your day and talk and focus. Before I knew it, I, I had so many things going on in my life. I'm only talking to my wife about Dave Regina's day. Not ever asking, you know, how's your day? Not ever taking time to, to really tap in and, and receive that, that from her, right? So it, it's, it's been fun, I guess, for me to figure out different ways to do you know, more with less time. You, you say it's OCD, but we have specifically sat down and we do our, we share our notes for the, for the food shopping. Nice. And the reason that we do that is so that we can be in and out. We're getting better. We're getting right? better at that. But, and as, as I think everybody, you know, does over, over time, but we do that strategically because we don't always have time together. Mm -hmm. So if I already know what I need to go get, and now I know, you know, we've been in this location now a few months, so I kind of know where the aisles and stuff like that. But the system is in place. It sounds funny to people, but then when I put the actual meaning to why we do it, then it makes sense. Yeah, because so you want to save more time so you can spend it. So, so we can do other things that, that we want to do. But I was so blindsided by how much that means in a 
relationship is, is yeah. I guess, my, my point of it. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to manage that, that better. Yeah, it's very hard because I think now working from home, you do a lot throughout the day and you're there physically, but you're not because mm -hmm. you're mentally somewhere else and working and yep. doing things. So for me, having a separate space allows me to not turn it off, but be able to put more boundaries on when I'm downstairs and working. Yep. So you don't feel like you're ignoring them and you're able to, when you come up, be fully engaged. So I, didn't, I don't like how it's kind of like gray now. Mm -hmm. I'm big on work-life integration. And for example, people will see that I've incorporated Dana into the Tell Mike Sent You takeout videos, awesome which videos. has been fun. Those are awesome. We used to do restaurants yep. where I, we used to go out every Sunday and try a new place. And part of it was like, I, we want to see the area more, learn and kind of just enjoy ourselves. Um, and But the biggest advice or thing that's worked for us is putting it in the schedule, establishing a date night, establishing certain times where we're going to cook or go on our walks. It's a the must walks do. have been good. It's a must Yeah, do. and if you get a call that you need to answer on a oh, walk, yeah. if of it's course. 20 minutes of an hour and a half walk, like we walked to Carvel the other day. Awesome. And uh, now especially having that time to see how they're doing and kind of not ratcheting things back but being more efficient has... <laughs> I love that term. Ratchet back. Ratchet, ratchet back. back. <laughs> Getting more efficient complements having more time like you're saying for your personal life and then having more time for your personal life ping pongs to you being more fulfilled when you work because you feel like oh i had a great night you know date yeah. night i'm ready to go crush it this morning you feel refreshed and then because you get all stuff accomplished you feel more light and less stressed when you go and go to a family event mm -hmm. or party so it's like I found when you crush your day and you have a really good day and then you have a personal event at the end that you can really enjoy and relax, it's like the perfect combo. It is. Um, it, it definitely is. But I think it's amazing that we can sit here and talk about this type of stuff because I feel like a lot of people in their own relationships, and this could be your best friend relationship or it could be your marriage or your significant other, whatever, this is a real problem because especially in America, we are so America because <laughs> we are so busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't realize how much you're actually missing yeah. from the person that you're supposed to be, yeah. you know, in love with yeah. or whatever it is. Um, so I think if people talk about that and again, I happen to have a leg up here because I went to therapy and I've been in therapy and I'm in therapy. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the value of but doing this. But you like this. being busy, right? Like I like oh, of getting course. stuff done. I like doing uh, no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. But being busy and getting stuff done is two completely different so things. I like being efficient and having my day packed. Of course. Because I feel, if I don't, I feel guilty and I feel like I'm not doing what I set out to do. Yep. And you feel guilty of not kind of trying to fulfill what you like if i wasn't there's a saying if you want to see something get done ask someone who's busy which i believe in i think mm -hmm. but so for me like i if i wasn't doing what i was doing and working hard at it i don't think i'd be as happy and i don't think i'd be as good of a husband for whatever that is yeah you know no i, I think it's it's and again we can let dana and karina roast this on episode right. 30 oh yeah and that's that's, that's coming quick too we're only six episodes away from that kids with that oh my god probably <laughs> yeah absolutely um no but it's i, I don't know it, it, it is all perspective but now as i get older my focal point 
becomes, yes, I want to be busy. I can, and this is where we differ, and power to you because you, you manage it very well. I have specifically and strategically left things out of my life, now, whether it was going to bring me money or not, because I want to be busy on the things that I'm going to make perfect, whatever perfect is in your book. Um, and my perfect is funny because I know I'll never be perfect in anything, but I want to get as close to being perfect as possible, if that makes sense. So that's my, that's like my everyday, you know, type of battle. Yeah. Um, but for me, the, the, a huge focus is making sure that my marriage is always good because of where I was. So I've seen it and I know the damage that it, that it did to both of us at that time, but also now more than ever, making sure that my actions align to what I want to teach my daughter. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Because this is now something you're talking about doing more with less time. If I am spending time doing things in my life, it better be to benefit my daughter. Yeah, yeah, of course. But which is, is speaking directly to that point. So I could be teaching my daughter without even teaching her having a teachable moment, but just she sees this same thing, the same same guy showing up for her every single day, you know, showing up for mom, doing things that typical moms do, but daddy's doing. Like, if I just do this stuff by my actions, I'm in essence raising my daughter, mm -hmm. right? So now I'm very conscious of that because I need to be doing that stuff now while she's pregnant to try to at least get ready. Yeah, so when, set the tone. you know what I mean? And that's when I, when I say, I don't mean it as a cockiness, but I truly believe that I don't, I don't care if I don't have kids yet. I'm as prepared as I can possibly be. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. definitely, and I get it. I'm going to be slapped in the face of, as soon as she cries. I get it. Yeah. But I st I'm still going to be okay. And I'm looking forward to that challenge. Yeah. If that makes sense. Part of me thinks, and I don't want to put this out in the world, but part of me thinks uh, our baby's going to be a loud crier. Tough. Just because I've been talking a lot of like, ah, I'm, I'm good on no sleep. I keep saying that. <sighs> No, I, I, need, I need sleep. This is the No Snooze podcast, not the No Sleep podcast. That's I think true. they actually have one of they those. Do have, they do have one. <laughs> really, I, I yeah. definitely think. Um, all right, so personal life. What's personal life? Define that. So personal life for me. Just like hobbies? Hobbies, but I would, I would throw fitness into personal okay. life. Okay. So right now what I'm doing is, you know, I, I wake up because I get good sleep every night. I spend two hours working out. I'm entertaining Mike's push-ups, right? I like Try how he calls them Mike's push-ups. Like, <laughs> I'm the I invented push-ups. <laughs> yeah, Mike created this push-up, Mike-ups, Mike-ups. But I I am so okay with you know what? Okay, when this time does come, I need to be be able to still do more, a really high output on, in terms of my body. So I need to be able to do a 45-minute workout and be okay with it right? Like I was talking about before, need to be able to do an hour 15 max and then get back to it. So that's going to be a huge change in my personal life is going for so much physically. Like right now I, I try to tire myself out physically. Mm -hmm. That's what I strive for on a daily basis. Yeah. And what it's done is it's created this, this crazy mental monster in my life that I know that I can actually, I could technically get hurt doing some of the stuff that I do because my mind will never tap out. Absolutely. If that, but if I'm, that makes I'm sense. I'm kind of hoping you blow out your <laughs> But if that makes sense, I have 
created this in my well, head. Well, builds confidence because you're knocking out, like, I'm, you're giving yourself a lot of challenges and then daily you're achieving them. Right. So, like, I totally get the physical, and then just physically feeling tight and fit gives you another level of confidence that carries across another thing. Everything. So I totally get that. But it's, it's, so my habit is working out. Mm -hmm. My habit is not a thousand push-ups or 20 miles on a Peloton. That's my hype. And hype can last forever. Like hype can last for a I long time. I love your time. words. Like you're very, you're very, um, you're not very fluid in your definitions, which right. I like, which I'm picking up pieces of that. I'm very fluid in like, <laughs> and part of it so that I can maneuver around conversations. Yeah. No, I, look, I, I don't know. But like, I got to look at things differently now in my personal life, which yeah. I'm going to struggle with. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I've been doing this for so long and having the ability to do it for so long. Do you dislike change? I don't, I don't think anyone likes change. I love change. I like being challenged. Okay. That's you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't like change. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't like it, but I like you putting me in a new atmosphere and me trying to figure it out. I mean, that's change. I, but see, to me, I look at it as like a challenge, an obstacle that I need to exhibit a with the overcome. Words. Yes. You, you know what I mean? It's a change. But... Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a change. But I just don't, I don't like that word. Like <laughs> I want it because, because it, change to me sounds negative whereas it you're forcing me into this is how my brain like works. a butterfly changes from a caterpillar you're a butterfly right uh, yeah I guess but so to me when I when I think yeah. about it right when I think about change that's me being forced into doing something differently okay I like the I like challenge like the word it's just the because word yeah. what that does to me mentally is it tells me that the odds are stacked against me, so how can I get through this obstacle? Like a workout, and they want people, they recommend that you mix up your workouts. I, I love just change in general or challenges that just kind of come out of nowhere. Like yep. some, I like new stuff. Like mm -hmm. it, it could be, I can stay within the industry or relationships and stuff, but I like mixing up new things into that. Yep. You know, that projects no. and I, I, I definitely get that, but I, I need to, that, that's where I think me finding a way to do more with less time is going to be the hardest. Yeah. And it, it's not just working out cause there's other things, you know, I, I like to do. Like we just like going outside and you know what, we want to go to Target now. Like, yeah. you know, there's things that we're not going to be able to do. And, I, and what I meant, I didn't say what I just was thinking. So we could be outside one minute tanning, right? And then it's like, okay, got to go to Target right now. We want to go. So right now we just get up and go. Yeah. When the baby comes, that just doesn't work like that anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like maybe the baby's sleeping. I got to wait two hours. So then what can I do in these two hours to like, like my life is going to have to adapt. Yeah. The structure um, is going to get kind of. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm excited for that, for that challenge. Yeah. Um, and I definitely use the word change, no doubt. But when you tell me like you're changing something, it makes it, makes me think that I'm being forced. Yeah. I get you defensive know? when people tell me what I'm going to be able to do when the baby comes. I think it's hilarious when people tell, they, they tell me too, you're crazy if you think you're going to work out. No, you're crazy if you think I'm not going to work I out. Clip to like five months from now and we're both just like. Just a, but so I was talking to somebody the other day, happened to be somebody who told me when they knew me at the age of 25. 
But you love when people say you can't do anything either. But th- why but is this is that. Why this, do we like that? But this is life, dude. You you told me when I was 30 I wasn't gonna do this. Yeah. But why do we like that? I don't why know. do we like is it just I don't to know. say like I told you so? I, I I don't know, but like people genuinely who tell me you're not gonna work out at fifty, why would I not work out at fifty? Unless something drastic in my life happens. Yeah. I know my system, right? Dave Regina's system. That might be when I'm kind of peaking in the push-ups right, at but 50. Dave Regina's system works best when he wakes up and he works out. What's the name of your system? You got to brand it. What? It could be Dave Regina's system, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. But I don't see my life without, will I be doing 20 miles and 1,000 push-ups? It'll no. Be a different form. But again, my habit is working out because I yeah, know what yeah. that does to my creativity to spark my day. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is my point, though. You, you eventually get to a point that your purpose and your systems work. Now you have to, you know, fit and plug and play things, but your smaller little tangible things change. Your big systems, they don't really need to change at all. Yeah. Look at, like, you talk about four-hour work week. Look in that, but, like, there's very specific things yeah. that are done forever. Yeah. I, I don't see myself not doing those things. Um, but I find it, I, and I want, I want to know from people, really, what are things that I can be doing in my personal life to help the time versus the output yeah. situations? Yeah, I think, I think about this too. It's, it's like you have to adjust to some things that you can do with your daughter that checks off the boxes. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to integrate the baby into things that you enjoy to do, but they also enjoy to do. Like if they like walking, you know, you go for a nice walk, or if they like playing soccer, you know, you kick the ball around, and then while you're kicking the ball around, you sneak some push-ups in. So it's like it takes a little more effort. This is a Kobe. But I think it's you could do it. It's just a little more difficult. So Kobe, episode 24, rest in peace, he was a rock star at this whole thing, right? Especially once he retired. And he unfortunately was only able to retire for, what, two years maybe? Because he was 41 when he died. He think he yeah. retired at 40, so a year and a half, whatever. His daughter... So Kobe used to work out at 4 a.m. always. Even when he retired, he would still get up and work out. His daughter at the time was 12 years old. Because she saw him just doing this, doing this, doing this, doing this on a daily basis, she then started to wake up before school with Kobe, and they would be working out together. Kobe happened to work out in the dark because it did something to his, to his mental. I didn't know that. Which is, which is crazy. Um, he used to even shoot free throws in the in the dark. I think it was uh, Byron Scott walked in on him one time and was like, "This kid's gonna be great," because he was in the dark at like two hours before practice shooting. I look like I shoot free throws right? in the dark. <laughs> I did my last season. I was right? like one for three. <laughs> but then even even thinking about how he how he died, that was him doing what we're talking about. Yeah, he knew that where he lived the traffic was terrible. Yeah. He happened to have the money to buy a helicopter. So he knew that the helicopter ride was only going to take 15 minutes. So that allowed him to free up more time throughout his day. Yeah. You know what I mean? To that point, uh, something I'm thinking about constantly is like, can you use, when is it okay? Not when is it okay, but when can you use money to leverage, to build more time in? Like, when do you pull the trigger on certain things? Like, if I ever was real established, personal chef, no question. Why not? Because the majority of the time that I will not waste, but is lag, is cooking. I like fresh meals. I haven't yep. figured out the meal prep just yet. I'm working towards that. But I do enjoy cooking and a, a good meal. But I feel like that's such a big part of your life that having 
maybe not a personal chef, someone prepare meals and we did the prep mm -hmm. thing. Yep. It just doesn't make sense financially yet. Um, you know, that stuff kind of makes sense. People think, oh, they're, they have a personal chef. That's absurd. But, you know, people have drivers because they get the stuff done in the car all day. Yep. You know, any of like the high level people no, usually have drivers. No, I, I, think, I think that makes sense. But again, that's people then doing what I was saying before. Well, I'm going to tie it to this because I like to be right like this. You know what I mean? Tie it up. But to tie it to perfecting the things that you want to focus on in your life yeah. allows you to free other things up in your life. Well, right. Yeah, the master plan. If you have a master plan, the master plan can kind of adjust yep. depending on you want what you want. You can constantly keep changing it depending on new variables like a daughter, like having two daughters, like yep. having three daughters, however many daughters you want, or having a son. <laughs> Hashtag but girl if, dad. Like ultimately, my goal is to be super established, not only with the No Snooze podcast, but with real estate so that my actual existence in the town, I become omnipresent where people, it's synonymous with Greenwich Real Estate. Right. It's like, oh, you need something, call Mike. Call he Mike. has however many listings. He owns a street of properties. You call him. He'll either connect you with someone that can get something done. Tell Mike sent you that that brand mm -hmm. is going to be overarching because you're basically the mayor of town yep. or trying to become a version of that um, and connect people and introduce people to parts of the town. <laughs> so like long term, that goal of being in town, having a great life for the kids. You know, my wife has a, a bakery that's connected to a, a little brick and mortar location where I'll spend some time. I send people over to her. She makes them free food, you know, just, oh, head over there. My, uh, Dana will hook you up, whatever she baked. Yeah. She enjoys that. You know, the kid's running around. I'm like, oh, it's my daughter. She's working on soccer or whatever, and she's, like, on the side kicking. Like, having everything integrated, at the end of the night, it's like, all right, you know, call up uh, call up Steve. You know, he, does he have a spot at the place by the water? You know, let's go down. Let's call some friends. We'll meet yeah. him down there. Like, that kind of uh sounds like a vision. nice life but you, like if you have that vision that, of course that, <laughs> and that's gonna happen but that one. that having it's, that vision of like what in my world would make me the most happiest that allows you to make decisions so that you can eat day in and day out eat crap working hard because you see it slowly start to come together yep you know but that's kind of and we talk about all the time like the one of the happiest things is when like it's a big big you know, table, table and everyone, yep. family's there, friends, and you're all just kind of BSing, yep. telling stories and eating good food. A hundred percent. like, what's better? Nothing. Yeah. There's, there's nothing better. And what's funny is this is, I think, the same type of goal that everybody has in their life. You know, they, they, they want that. Yeah. Um, in some form, your, your family is usually tied to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, is, which is great. And, and I think it's the, the focal point for us, especially now where we are in our lives. But now it's about the skill set and honing the skills to make this happen. Oh, yeah, you need the you, details right. to get to that. You ever heard the, what is it, the story of uh, two lumberjacks cutting, cutting down the tree? I don't know. If I have, it was probably from you. Right, but it's two lumberjacks in a tree cutting contest. And there's two axes. They're both dull axes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, so one, one grabs it. He goes and he starts chopping, 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 chopping. The other one picks it up and he goes the other way trying to find out how to sharpen his axe. Mm -hmm. Right? It took him all day to sharpen his axe. Comes back. The dude is basically on the floor taking a nap. But the tree is, is almost completely cut over. 
right? But he's so tired. But he progressed so much. But the poor guy still lost to the guy that spent the entire day sharpening his axe. I'm sharpening my axe in push-ups. Sharpening his axe and then just came clean and chopped it. You said you're sharpening your axe? You need to figure it out. That's what you, that's, that's what you need to do. For push-ups. Yeah, you need to figure I'm it out. out the push-ups. Because one day it's push-ups, the next, I don't know. But, no, it, yeah, but, it, but honestly, this is you being a scientist. Like you are, you scientist, are, I'm yeah. serious. You're yeah. testing so many things out in your life. You're seeing what works. You're seeing what doesn't work. We just happen to be documenting a different, you know, time in our lives, yeah. which is awesome. Um, but I've said it. It looks like chaos. But when it all comes together, people are like, oh, like the, the brand, the Tell Mike Sent You brand has been in my head for like three years. And I've been trying to establish a, a brand or a tagline. And I tried Make Sense of Greenwich Real Estate, which never caught. Then I did like Selling Greenwich, which wasn't acknowledgeable. Then this thing kind of caught. And now I'm like, this is awesome because I can give out gift cards to my clients that I show properties with the to sticker the right. of the thing. And say, oh, head over to Vinny, pick up a slice, you know, use this gift card, you know, like enjoy, no, yeah, feel absolutely. the neighborhood. It, it works. And it well. just kind of like it all aligns. Yep. Yeah. I love. People can say whatever they want. I love being involved with people, and I've said this before. Who one have things to do, so you can you can call it busy, call it productive, whatever word you like, cool. But also that are not complacent, mm -hmm. and that's what I love about you the most is that you're always looking to challenge yourself in a different way. Which is, and I find the same qualities in myself. And we've yeah. always been like that. Yeah. Um, but that's why like, I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't choose anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hope the, the feeling is mutual. Yeah, we're going to bromance right now. Right. So I have to give you credit because before we started this, I knew that I need to create more time because just physically I couldn't get everything done in the day. And I knew I wasn't starting my day right and I had to get back into shape. And I just couldn't commit. And then when we started this, you gave me a reason to start committing. And then a, a, uh, uh, another uh, result was the structure that you bring where I have some form of structure, but not to the level that you have it. And that's the other thing that's been holding me back is the lack. I'm organized. But I feel like the elite, elite you can be organized in chaos. Super organized, right? And but you, like you can be organized. organized. You could always be more organized, and you're at the level of organization, breaking down goals in your day, that I've benefited from huge, in just wanting to be more organized and pushing more towards processes, and not letting kind of the day, uh, not react to the day and try to be proactive as far as stuff. So, it's been a mutual, very beneficial relationship. My guy. And obviously the, the shirts are just getting tight. My suits are struggling, yeah. but my shirts getting We'll deal tight. with the suits later, man. Yeah, I need to go. You I know? need to get more, man. I say it every week. Yeah, we got to get I'm it. hoping someone's going to reach suit out. Suit sponsor. Anybody interested? Um, all right. Can we get into questies? Yeah. Yeah? People are still asking questions. Yeah, it's crazy. Can we answer everyone's questions already? No. Listen, they we just don't. answer they, life's questions. They just don't know. Now we're recycling. We're going back. So the people who are just listening... This is, this is a question that was, that was already answered. No, imagine. So, Carrie P60 from Long Island. Is that in her name? It's a it was, a, yeah, on uh, Instagram. Long, oh, from Long Island. Do you think everyone should have a goal in place? You want me to start? Yeah, sure. Yeah? 
Because I think I have an opposite answer to you. No, for this. I don't think so. I'm so, devil's, devil's advocate. I, yeah, but I don't think so. So, I, <laughs> Claudio, are you listening? Goes, yeah, I don't think so. You listening? Are you listening? Okay. So I do think everyone needs some form of goals. I uh, like how you ask some, Claudio some if he's form listening. of a goal in place, but I don't think that you have to have your life figured out. Because I wouldn't. I would say we know where we want to go, but we still haven't figured it out yet. But we're getting closer. But every day you should have some sort of goal, even if it's a temporary one. And I'll break it down very simple to you. When you get in a car, 90% of the time at least, if not 99% of the time, you have a specific destination that you're going to. Right? Yeah. There, that, what, what scenario don't you? Well, I, I listen, especially with the COVID thing, I think people literally got in their cars and they just drove around just to get outside. That's so that, that's something different. It's a good point. But I'm saying for, for the majority for of the time, the majority of the time, you know where you want to go. It could be a short trip to the supermarket. Yeah. Your goal could be a very short trip to the supermarket. It could be one week of a goal. And then the next week you set another one. If you don't have goals in your, in, in your life in place, I believe that people then become bitter without knowing why they're bitter, but you have no structure whatsoever in your life. So it creates this bitterness that then you exude negativity, which then rolls off to your partner, to your friends. Before you know it, now you're a negative person. Mm -hmm. So my answer is yes, you need some form of a goal and it could be the dumbest goal in the world. At least you know that when you get in the car, you know you're going to work. If you think hard enough, <laughs> he's going to be like, no, no, no. I was going to no. say, if you think hard of hard enough, you can rationalize a goal of anything. That's what I'm saying. The but only you, the only thing I right. would say to play devil's advocate is like, if you're enjoy painting, like just go paint, like just do what you enjoy, and then something good's going to come from it. But so that that's different. So your your goal is to enjoy what you're doing. No, no, no. You, everything you do in your life, it, th that doesn't have to have a specific goal in it. I believe everything in your life either adds to your goals or it doesn't add to your goals. Like, I know if I'm going on the town and I go get banged up till four in the morning, like, that does nothing for my life right now. But it do, if, does you, nothing. if you reset from that, you blow off steam, and then you're better the next day, it does. That, so See, that's cool. I can cool. bend any No, 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 but, that, but that's cool. That would be like a little temporary setback. Right, which is okay. So at least if you're doing the majority of the time, like we said, if you get in a car and you kind of know where you're going, that to me is always a better path. So I'll make a note. Anyone who submits a question, I do like the question. You got to be more specific. Right. That's I, very I, good. I agree with that. Carrie, um, P60. I'm assuming that's P90. Just you do two thirds of it. <laughs> from Long Island. Thank you. Appreciate it. This one is from. Mike. Mike Welsh. I like him already. North Carolina, baby. Anyone who's named Mike, fun fact. Little, little dookie. I immediately like off the bat, and I always make the comment like, it's a good name. And they and just, it it's my rolls off. joke. <laughs> what is something you're currently working on? I'd rather hear something you struggle with than something you're already good at. It's going to take me a while to figure this one out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... Something currently saying no to things. That's like one of the biggest. That's going to be things. an episode of ours too, right? Yeah, that's one of the biggest things that I struggle with. Is I say that I'm going to say no to certain opportunities or um, 
anything, like an event. But I enjoy challenges and people so much that it's hard for me. Like networking events, things where I probably should say no. Yep. I say yes because in the past, saying yes has always benefited me. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's like, is it benefit me enough? Like the opportunity cost of going to this thing. Yep. Is it worth it to sacrifice a night with Dana making dinner and like some stuff you can't replace and you have to enjoy certain things. So saying no has been the hardest thing for me. I'll agree with that for myself too. But to give a different answer, and this is definitely true, and you guys are both going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to throw my pad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have to be more careful with my words. And I'm conscious when I do it, which is step one in the process of getting better. But I'm quick to be defensive. I'm quick to offend without necessarily knowing that I'm offending people. But sometimes the way that I speak is very... Um, You've, you're very straightforward. Very straightforward. And it comes off as, as and I'm being offensive. But I don't think you... Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I no, don't think right. you're bad with your words. If anything, I think you're pretty good with your words. Well, you phrase things but well. So, so here, here, hear me out. There's context to it. <laughs> Especially when things are not going Dave's way. Right? I love, I, I love <laughs> how you talk in third person. <laughs> it gets me every time. It gets you every time. Because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, who's, like, who's Dave? Dave? Who's yeah. Dave? Who's Dave? So especially when they're not going my way, I, I, I need to be more conscious of this. Right? And the same, even in my marriage, at work, business I mean, partners. I with that. I'm I sure. get, but this is something that I'm not good yeah. at and I'm working on for sure. But now if I really want to tie this full circle, we talk about, yeah, I have, you know, good discipline, okay? Well, so what is the definition of self-discipline? Self-discipline, I would think, is doing the things that you believe are right, even when the temptation is telling you not to do it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Is that, is that an easy way to break it down? Like a good way? So you, you always want to do things that you believe are the right thing. So, sometimes you, you say sayings that <laughs> I think are correct, but you say them a little slower. Yeah. And my brain has trouble putting them so together. Does it, that make sense? But it's really aligning with doing, doing those things despite the temptation not to do it. That would be self-discipline. Yes. Right? I agree. D- despite the temptation not to do it. Okay, so now if I'm a self-disciplined dude, like every other aspect of my life, how do I then get better with my words? Okay, one, I got to be conscious of it. But now, two, when the temptation is now kicking in, I got to start flipping that self-discipline that I like so much. I can't come out here and be so disciplined in so many aspects of my life and then continue to uh, offend people if things aren't going Dave's way. And I definitely have gotten... I love what you said. I, I definitely have gotten better, yeah. but it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm working on. Yeah, that's a good one. And I'm, I'm very conscious of it. Something that I will try to be better at that I also am not great at is no one cares, right? Everyone's busy. No one cares if you're busy. Sometimes I just, like, say it to people because I'm trying to let them know, like, listen, I'm swamped right now. I will get back to you. And I say it too short and, like, make them feel like it's almost better not to respond and then follow up when I have a second to respond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just in general, like yep. telling people you're busy is, I think, a bad habit. You're gonna love. You're gonna love my quote today, then. Yeah. Um, Why does it say busy like forty times? 
Mike's... Like, he he hang, he leaves me on cliffhangers constantly. He's like, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah, later. we'll talk about that. Listen, later. when you're old enough, I'll tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's a good question though. This is this that was that was, was actually a very Mikey good. Welsh. And uh, and Mike. I I actually like that he said I'd rather hear something you struggle with than something you're already good at. Do we talk about how I think I think that's why time? we probably are like we're really good at this. We do push-ups really well. We ride the pelly. We're good. <laughs> Mike can sell houses to anybody. We're great. Yeah. Um, I wonder if like <laughs> I wonder if people meet us they're like, "Yeah, that's them." Or when they meet us they're like, "Who are those guys?" Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike's favorite section. Would you rather uh, side note, TikTok, <laughs> thank you. Yes. One of our posts got 190,000 views. Yes. And, and climbing. Yeah, and um, our boy Duxbury made, one of his posts went to 6.4 million. Ridiculous. Not the no snooze post. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, I love okay. this. Okay. This will end up over there. Would you rather begin every sentence with, according to my calculations, <laughs> or <laughs> Why did you like end that? every sentence with, just kidding. Everything you say. <laughs> I, do, Think about I would do the just kidding. That's pretty Oh, funny. my gosh. But everything you say, like, you have to just say yeah. at the end of it, just it's kidding. kind of funny. <laughs> well, drink. I'm, I'm a really good realtor. I promise I'll sell you the house. Just, just kidding. kidding. Well, you'd have to flip everything, right? That's the way you get around it. I, how do you do that? I, <laughs> I'm a terrible realtor. I definitely. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, honestly or, just. or just. So just as according you, to my as calculations, you, know, is, you could is a fluff word. But imagine, according to my calculations, this according to my calculations, <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, are you having steak tonight? It, according to my calculations, I am. It's you can definitely, make that work. it's definitely a funny one. But I, then it would like it would be weird in certain scenarios. It's like, do you want to go a date? According to my calculations, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> right? It's it's. It's yeah. It's very funny. Yeah, just kidding. It's so funny to think about. You don't want to go or yeah. I'm trying to think. We one of one day we need to do one of these where it's like a saying thing and do it all day. All day. Like the whisper yell would be good. (laughs) Yeah, the whisper is the sound. You wanna buy a house? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? Which one would you choose though? Dan, are you sleeping? (laughs) Screaming. Uh, Which one would you the choose? whisper would definitely be easier. No, 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 no. Which one would you choose according, oh, oh. according to my calculations? Damn, I keep flip-flopping. <laughs> or just kidding. Just kidding's funny. I'll do just kidding. And I think as bad as it sounds, babe, I would do I according to my calculations. <laughs> like, babe, I don't love you. Just I kidding. Have to, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> You'd have to flip-flop At least everything. it's according to my calculations. I don't know. It's pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> what? He's going to faint. And then the last one. And look, I know there's, there's, if you have this, I, I'm sorry, you're still perfect. <laughs> but would you rather have one foot double in size or one ear double in size? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm thinking of like applications for it. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he said the seven, uh, yes, I have dude, seven I fingers. I still stand by that. Oh my God. Um. The foot would be tough, so, because like I don't can't run, be your though. right foot if you gotta drive. Right? I would yeah, have a yeah. side. <laughs> I don't I don't run though, so yeah. like it wouldn't really affect me. It's so funny though to think about. I like was, imagine Mike coming with a suit with double bit, double size. Well, you, you'd have to have. I listen to all your needs. You Mike know what? Greenwich Real Estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be my brand. Let me yeah. ear you out. I'm cry- I'm literally crying. An ear for an ear. You know what they always say? An ear for an ear. Oh my god. Um, 
I swear to God, I'm crying. <laughs> Dude, you According be, to my calculations. You, you'd be pretty famous. <laughs> right. Like, you <sighs> I would choose foot, 100%. Oh. You, you, like on the Peloton with one <laughs> huge foot? <laughs> just one. Just one, too. It depends how big your other foot is. Because double, the, double size. the size. So nope. say you have a so size you, three and a six. No, dude, you're a 12, so, so you'd be a 24. 24. <laughs> dude, how annoying would it be to buy shoes? <laughs> According to my calculations, I would need one Shaq shoe. Seriously, you'd have the one ear, Shaq The ear one. Bro, you, please. You, listen. Don't tell me that you would have a If you did the ear one, you'd be pretty famous. <laughs> ah. And you'd be able to like hear people from far away, oh my which God. would come in handy. <laughs> because Mike Verena is great. You could be like, Greenwich talking Hero about State. Judge Hero State. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing your needs <laughs> twice as much. Oh my God, we got to stop this. It's getting dark. <laughs> so which one would you choose? I told you, the ear. The ear. Kid. Oh my God. All right, man. Is that a seashell? Wow. <laughs> 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 this will bring us to my favorite section. <laughs> this is my favorite section. Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. When are we going to get a <sighs> soundboard, Claudio? Yeah. We do have oh, a soundboard. Oh, man. You got to hit the button. This is from your boy, Tim Ferriss. Is it really? <laughs> yes. You didn't, did you plan this? No. I am on the same cycle as you. <laughs> Focus on being productive. Not busy. Not busy. Beautiful. We should just throw our paper <laughs> Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Uh, so for Miguelito's mantras, and we're going... Ito, Ito, Ito. We're doing a little bit of Spanglish here, because we got Cuentos coming up. Yep. Fear does not stop death. It stops life. It's a good one. That was powerful. It's a good one. I don't know who I mean, the way it. you read it wasn't so powerful, <laughs> but... My, my... <laughs> yeah, according to my calculations... Just kidding. The way you said that, it, was, it wasn't so powerful. Yeah, the, I don't have the, the punch for quotes like Dave does, you know? Oh man! And for for our final section, I'm passing the torch for this week because I've officially <laughs> yeah. ran, ran out, out of new socks. socks. So. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. According to my calculations, we have Claudio's Quintos. What is Quintos? Points? Oh, Can we do really? Clauditos? Clauditos. Wow, still my shine. <laughs> Ooh. If you're serious about changing your How life, proud are you right now? you'll find Did a you way. Give a sloppy kiss. And if you're not, those luscious lips, you'll find an excuse. You've been hiding those things for years. Is that right? Hiding them. Is that right? Did I say it? I, I wasn't listening. I was you were looking at, looking at the lusciousness? Yeah. The luscious lips? So that, I think that is the heat on the feet segment. Oh, so are you, pass, are you passing it I'll over? I'm passing the torch for now. So, you, yeah, well, because I can't do this too often. But it's I might, tough, isn't I it? might just start rocking some J's and yeah, have that, that as heat on the feet. So I believe Mike Pirelli, Greenwich Hero State, <laughs> got me these. Um, yes, wedding day. Right? This I is, thought they were black. This is Mike's, Mike's <laughs> wedding sock. They're blue. Yeah, they were not what the picture showed. They are. We tux. But you also got married, was it right before Memorial Day? It was Memorial Day weekend, the Friday so, before. We Wow, we have that in common too. So yeah, you, were you were Memorial July Day 4th. and I was 4th of July, stars and stripes. Copying, yeah. It's like the one-two punch. The one-two punch. <laughs> you said you were copying? No, it's the cheapest way to get married. You steal a national holiday. Exactly. <laughs> you should. You should start wearing your Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should, according to my calculations, you should start wearing your Jordans every day so I could see which ones I want to steal once oh, I pass you up. That's true. One time. That's all you, you just got, admitted that you're going to do. You're going to scratch but it 100. You, that's it. Well, look, you have, so now you, you're going to have to, 
you're gonna have to keep it going. Um, but yes, you, you definitely do get so mono. For everyone's sake and sunlight's sake, well, not sunlight because it's yes. overcast. It's about to pour. Uh, if you want to help us out, and we would greatly appreciate it, go like, subscribe, follow, and if we find out you don't, Dave's gonna come find you. According to my calculations, that's not a good thing. Well, he's not gonna come find, I might come find you <laughs> and just annoy you. But wait, so if you can choose one thing that they can do, because you said you want them to like it. I want them to do it follow all. Follow it, subscribe to it, rate it. I. No, what, don't, don't worry about it. subscribers we need. We need subscribers on YouTube, on YouTube because 99% on YouTube. of the people that are watching our stuff aren't subscribing. It's probably because they dislike us. Right. But think about it. If you subscribe. Don't be a silent supporter. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst type of supporter. Actually keep supporting us. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if you subscribe, don't even, you don't have to watch it. At, yeah, watch it. At, <laughs> yeah. Just subscribe, please. Subscribe. You're driving me crazy. All right. Anything else? Anything to add? No, I think that's perfect. Appreciate all the t-shirt sales. Absolutely. Uh, Printiful is a little behind by a month. Thank you for your patience. It's like when you are starving and then you eat a meal. Yeah. Shirts can feel so much better when you put it on. Absolutely. Remember that. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Which my camera? man. Which is my camera. Oh, dude, I literally sat down for so long. That's another Epi in the books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.